Hello and welcome to the Flying Frisbee podcast with me, Dominic Frisbee. And today's piece is called The Most Important Price in the World. What happens next? And you can either read it or listen to it or, as some like to do, both. Before getting started, I just wanted to flag that Kisses on a Postcard won silver at the New York Festival's Radio Awards for Best Serialised podcast. We beat off competition from major production houses, including Lionsgate, the BBC and Media House, Ireland's largest media group. Uh, So that's pretty good. And if you haven't already listened, load it onto your favourite podcast app and play it while you are cooking, walking, driving, ironing, whatever. This podcast with music about two boys in World War II will make your life better. And in other news, wearing my comedy hat, there are still about 10 seats left for the Crazy Cox gig on May the 3rd. There are some new songs, plenty of old favourites. These nights are really good fun, so please come. So, to today's piece. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The US dollar is the most important price in the world. The dollar is the global reserve currency, the international money of default. Global commerce thinks in dollars. It's the pricing mechanism for essential materials. Oil, copper, wheat, energy, metal and food, in other words, are traded in US dollars. The majority of international debt, and there is even more debt than essential material, is traded in dollars. The IMF thinks in dollars. It's the determinant of international capital flows. Is money flowing from or to the United States, the largest economy in the world. Just. I can get all idealistic and say the world would be a better place if gold had this role. It should. It's independent. It gives no nation or government exorbitant privilege. It lasts longer. It has a proven history. Its purchasing power doesn't get steadily eroded. New gold supply matches population growth, that kind of stuff. Even Bitcoin could work. It's independent. But the reality is that the US has got the gig, largely by having such a strong army, and also for the fact that so many around the world trust in America. I would argue that trust is not what it once was, it's fading, but when push comes to shove, it still has the gig. A strong US dollar should be good for international stability and thus good for America's reputation. But the US government likes to print, spend and then export the inflation and debasement. You just need to look at what it does to know what it prioritises. When the dollar is weak, asset prices rise and the policy-making world sure does love a little bit of asset price inflation. Borrowing is cheap, house prices go up, stock prices go up, bond prices go up, energy and metal prices go up, the party keeps on rocking, everybody feels wealthy. But when the dollar is strong, the world gets the jitters. It starts to think that the asset price bubble that's been inflating since August the 15th, 1971, might be about to pop Those in charge may talk tough, they wear smart, plain suits and look respectable, but then they usually start printing again. Here is the thing, though. The dollar has just hit an inflection point. It comes to them every now and then, and when it does, it pays to take heed. Despite the experience of day traders, where prices flicker at you and fortunes are made and lost in tiny fluctuations, if you zoom out a bit, the dollar tends to trend for months at a time, if not years. The US dollar index, which is the dollar versus the currencies of its major trading partners, 
hit a high in 1985. It got so high, in fact, the G5 nations agreed the Plaza Accord to get the price back down again. The eventual low did not come until 1992, seven years later. This wasn't a one-directional thing except for the first move. There were counter-trend rallies that lasted several months. In fact, the process of making a low lasted from 1988 to 1995, seven years. It made a low, rallied a bit, made another low and so on. It took time, in other words. But then, from 1995, the dollar rallied with the usual drawn-out counter-trend moves, all the way to 2001. With the dot-com bust, 9-11, the Iraq war and all the rest of it, the dollar then saw seven years of bear market, and in 2008 it made another low. The price was 71, and there's a sort of seven-year cycle there. It then rallied for several months, then declined for several months, eventually retesting the low in 2011. So, the bull trend, the bear trend and the process of making lows and highs can each take many years. And if you and as an investor, trader or portfolio manager were able to catch these trends and be in and out of the market at the right time, you would have been able to magnify your returns many times. The low in 2011 was 72. Many years of bull market, with the usual drawn-out counter-trend moves, followed before the index eventually peaked in September last year at 114. And there's a chart in the article that that illustrates what I've just described. So when it changes direction, this lumbering beast likes to put in double tops and double bottoms, more than any asset I can think of, sometimes triple tops and bottoms. It reaches a level, then retests it, and then sometimes retests it again. Here's the thing. It might be putting in one such double bottom now. The pain, especially of commodity prices, has been relieved somewhat these last few months as the US dollar has come off. This last month has felt particularly good, with gold and silver both strong. But the dollar index hit a low at 101 in early February. It rallied for a few weeks and then came off again. It's retesting that low now. Does the US dollar now rally? I have to say it would be quite normal behaviour for it to do that from here. I've heard a lot of excitement about silver, for example. You know my cynicism about that metal. Too much excitement and euphoria usually means declines are upon us. In fact, in the last few days, I've taken a small short against silver in my spread betting account. I should say spread betting. I'm not forecasting the beginning or end of a major dollar cycle, but I do think, assuming 100 on the US dollar index holds, we might see a reversal in the dollar that could last several weeks or months. It comes, interestingly, just as gold is retesting its highs. Could that mean a double top? It's all about that 100 to 101 level. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back with another podcast very soon. If you're interested in buying gold or silver, my recommended dealer in the UK is the Pure Gold Company. Click on the link in the article or if you go directly to their site, tell them I sent you. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye.